You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast. Each episode, we speak to past staff and students about their memories of Reese Heath over the last hundred years. If you have some great memories to share, we would love to hear from you. Please complete the form at reeseheath100.com or call 01270-625-131. So here we are today at Reese Heath. It's our first of many alumni afternoon teas that we're having, inviting back past students and members of staff. And we've kicked off today with a group of uh, staff members that have been here oh gosh, over the last 40 or so years. And I'm talking now to Harry Delaney. We have broken away from the main party. They're all having uh, afternoon tea in the main hall. And Harry has taken me on a fabulous secret tour of the uh, the woodland here at uh, Reese Heath. And he's busy pruning something to tell me what plant. We've just, we've come especially to uh, to find this one particular plant. So Harry, tell me, I'm, I've got a lovely collection of plants here uh, and flowers. What are you going to hand me now? Well, look at this. Have a smell at that, my dear. Yes, this is that beautiful Daphne. Uh, it's one called Balua, Jacqueline Postel. A most beautiful scent. It all starts to flower in late January, carries on until the end of March. And just have a smell at that. Powerful enough to part Lovely. your hair. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous, yeah. isn't it? What a beautiful plant. And um, one of the... Uh, comes from the Himalayas, that way on. Uh, it is um, a selection that uh, the propagator at Hillier's Nursery in Hampshire raised... Oh, I suppose 25, maybe 30 years ago now. I've forgotten the time precisely. Gosh. And he raised it down there at Hillier's Nursery, that world-famous nursery, brilliant nursery. And he named it after his wife, Jacqueline Postel. Oh, lovely. And so, but it flowers like that every year. It never gets a problem. Don't get a pest, doesn't get a disease. And in January to the end of March, it flowers its heart out. What a wonderfully valuable plant yeah. for the price you pay for them. they're not cheap to buy uh-huh. but wow it carries on for donkey's yeah. years without giving you any trouble at all what a lovely yeah. plant exciting and it's lovely to, to know that every time i walk past this little kind of hidden away enclave i'll know that now and i'll remember that that's yeah. got a got a history and a story behind it and the, the three that you i have in my hand here the three cuttings that we've taken just talk me through those they've all got memories for you haven't they well, well, yes, of course, the, the Kimonanthus praecox here, the lovely yellow-flowered selection, down point of flowers. And if you look at the throat of those beautifully maroon throats down yeah. there, this is where you see the beauty. You've got to turn the flowers a little bit to get all the beauty there. All designed for a purpose, for pollination and, uh, and survival of the species. This lovely one here is a shrubby honeysuckle. It is Lanisera cross perpusii and uh, we all tend to think of honeysuckles as being climbing plants but this is the shrubby version and cross perpusii and it's a most delightful plant again it flowers from now until march time and look at this brilliant witch hazel hamamelis cross uh, intermedia and it's a lovely one called pallida and it's been around i remember that when i was a student in the royal botanic gardens edinburgh in 1964 to 67 and it's still one of the best uh, witch hazels on the market it looks like a firework doesn't it It yeah yeah so so that's a really good place to come on to uh, to talk about your your history and your connection to reese heath tell us about where your career started with reese heath Oh, well, my career with reese heath started started in september 1995 i'd been in the uh, uh, Ministry of Agriculture Advisory Service for 23 years and they were gradually going towards privatisation of the advisory service so I deterred, decided to come out on some redundancy terms at the time and um, I actually spent 22 months uh, 
at the job centre trying to find another job. And a wonderful job came up here at Reeseath. It was organised the, uh, the course in liaison with Bridgemere Nurseries and Four Oaks Nurseries. It's called the Bridgemere Four Oaks Diploma. Mm. And I applied for the job. I was interviewed mm-hmm. and I was uh, appointed. Excellent. And uh, I've loved every minute of yeah. it ever since. <laughs> lovely well, staff, lovely students. Y- you're not, you're... What a job to have. <laughs> it I sounds was, like you want to come back. I wasn't worried about being boss man. I could just enjoy the teaching and getting involved with the students and teaching them. <laughs> I believe you, you sort of passed the traditional retirement age, didn't you? What, what, um, when did you actually leave here? Oh, well, well, I, uh, I came here, uh, as I say, in 1995 and I stayed until 2014. I did 19 years and by that time I was 91, uh, 74, <laughs> <laughs> 71. And uh, I thought my, uh, the, 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 you know, the runway was running out for me and I ought to get to oh. something else in my life, although I would have carried on wonderfully well. Yeah, and yeah. I had a relative who was going down with dementia and it was becoming more demanding and I mm-hmm, thought mm-hmm. that's going to conflict with my job mm-hmm. and maybe at 71 I ought to sadly pass on the baton mm-hmm. and uh, and retire but I could easily have gone on and yeah. still be teaching now really. But you haven't so you haven't completely gone because we've just bobbed into Dave Black and Gar who are doing some work on um, the area outside the marketing office and outside the old Windsor Hall uh, and I gather you you were here with the students quite recently. Yes well I was in, uh, in the centre of Nantwich at the Community Orchard on Monday this week and uh, Will Parks brought about 12 or 16 students, I'm not quite sure what the number was, out to uh, be trained a little bit in pruning the, the apple trees in the community orchard, apple and pear trees, mainly apples. And we had a superb morning. They arrived at 10 and we left about 12.30. And what a cracking group of students it was. Uh, mature students, but everyone to a fault was keen, enthusiastic and, uh, you know, paying attention and getting involved. Yeah. And what a smashing morning we have. Lovely. It was bitterly cold. It freezed you to death, but we all enjoyed it so much. <laughs> Great. And that's what it is. And yeah. I think uh, they went away having learned something. Yeah. And, I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. And it was lovely to hear Dave asking your advice on uh, some pruning that he was intending to do. So yeah, just being right. able to pick your brains when you when you yeah, come back well, in. I mean, we've always been a sharing department, mm. horticulture, and I suppose the other departments as well. But mm. in horticulture, we always helped each other, shared the knowledge and supported each other and worked as a team. And uh, we yeah. always uh, try to pass that on to the students is that work ethic and Definitely. teamsmanship. And, uh, yeah. you yeah. know, it's much easier if you can coordinate your efforts and work together yeah. and for the common good, really. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot here now. I want you to cast your mind back to when you were teaching here. Can you think of some uh, some of those key moments and special times and special memories, highlights of your time at Reeseath? Oh, gosh. When I was teaching, I realised that um, you had you, teachers, to be good teachers, you had to be an actor. Uh-huh. You had to be on the stage. Mm-hmm. And you had to try and... And if you go to see a performance at the, the theatre, the uh, the actors have got to put on a performance that attracts your attention and keeps mm-hmm. you riveted there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I realised in my early teaching life that I had to be a little bit of an actor in order to uh, attract their attention and keep them riveted. And... Um, and I think it paid off mm. and I think it worked very well. And um, the key thing is to get that enthusiasm going, mm. enthuse them so they have a, a thirst to learn mm. and to carry on. So that's been one of my greatest satisfactions, actually being able to make that communication and inspire students and, um, and teach them practical skills, teach them theoretical knowledge, but especially to help them to understand what the theory is about in the practice that they're doing. And um, that, I think, has been an underpinning joy and a special time for me Mm. at the college and uh, students have acknowledged it uh, with farewell cards at the end of it and whatever and saying how much they've loved it and your enthusiasm and how much you've learnt and everything and it's been a wonderful time really Mm. and um, 
I miss the students immeasurably. I, I finished here in September 2014, and for 12 or 18 months, I was still still walking the corridors at Reese Heath yeah, in my yeah. mind at the oh, times at the times of day and wondering yeah, I'd yeah. be turning the key in that lock and yeah. going in to give yeah. a lesson and, and so on. So it took a lot of shaking yeah. off. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. How does it feel coming back here today? Lovely, absolutely yeah. lovely to see everybody yeah. again and seeing how the, the college has progressed and the new building work that's been going on, the new hostels, the new uh, sports areas. Mm. Lovely to see the horticulture unit again and this vertical growing system that they're developing mm. down there with Elizabeth. That's exciting to see and uh, I think we've got a good uh, tutor there in Elizabeth. I think mm. she's well mm. capable of Definitely, that. And yeah. She has been developing the micropropagation, which I was delighted mm -hmm. to see she'd been doing and mm -hmm. uh, she's developing that still further with yeah. other projects on. Yeah, so yeah. that was particularly exciting. So this is a tree. Tell us about this tree. This is the uh, Cedrus diodara outside uh, Windsor Hall. And uh, this tree was planted here by the Duke of Windsor uh, in 1925 or 1926 to commemorate the opening of the Ladies' Hostel, Windsor Hall here. And uh, the Duke of Windsor, that's the gentleman who became king and then abdicated to marry Mrs. Simpson mm -hmm. in 1936. But he was here in 1925 uh, to plant this tree to recognise the uh, the hostel being opened, and um, we do have a picture in the college of him actually planting the tree, shoveling some soil into the hole, and uh, a group of um, people around him. One of which was uh, uh, Dr. W. E. Shaw Cooper, who was the head of oh, horticulture right. at the time, and uh, who, who turned out to be uh, a very famous horticulturist over the years, writing many many books and a very important man in his time yeah. in horticulture. So this tree was damaged, I think, around about 2012. Uh, gales came through here and uh, did a lot of damage in the college grounds and certainly took a, a large limb out, which in itself was like a, a tree trunk. Mm. Um, but fortunately, uh, the rest of the tree is okay and uh, we must do all we can to preserve it because it commemorates the Duke of Windsor being on this spot, yeah. planting this tree, in 1925. Wow, now that's magic. Brilliant, that's absolutely, history. isn't it just? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I you think yeah. of the history that followed yeah. his abdication and then... Um, yeah, and I think it's it. lovely we've just pumped into to Gar and to, to Dave Black and, and while yeah, they're working yeah. on an area. That's so right. having seen you have that conversation with them about the things that you remember and that they remember and them asking you advice about what they should yeah, do with trees. Yeah, yeah. We're sure. going to have you back in to, to we'll mm. do that. We'll capture mm. this this properly on on yeah. film because these trees are so special and oh, absolutely, we do need they? to yeah. be able lovely. to you know, teach so everybody important. about them so that and they And of course they now we're living on. in the age when suddenly the old government wants to plant trees everywhere. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. of this uh, yeah. COP26 yeah. and they need to yeah. capture carbon absolutely. and lock it up in the tissues yeah. of these trees yeah. Yeah. and try and uh, help to save the planet. Yeah, indeed. So absolutely crucial. But what a beautiful tree, isn't it? It is indeed, it is indeed. I'm chatting to Harry Delaney and we've come across a tree that is fenced off uh, just on the, the far side of the lake and Harry can you tell me about this because this uh, brings back some nice memories for you. Well yes it's a lovely tree and it was planted in 2010 so it's about 12 years old and it's I'm um, delighted to see it's prospering so well. We did take the precaution of fencing it off so that uh, um, lawnmowers and that wouldn't catch it and it couldn't get damaged in any way and it's grown superbly from a very small plant at about three foot high so I'm absolutely delighted now it's turned out but uh, this tree was bought to uh, bought uh, here and it's uh, it's a tree called Aeschylus uh, it's a hybrid cross neglectus and it's uh, one called autumn fire and it was brought to us from the the master of the worshipful company of gardeners 
and a man called Dowbiggin came up and he actually planted it, but he came with a, a coach load of people. And uh, it's lovely to recall that in that group, there was uh, uh, the son of W.E. Shule Cooper, uh, who was one of the early heads of horticulture here, going back to 1925 time. Crikey. And he used to live in the cottage at the bottom of the driveway, the one nearest to the entrance. And his son, uh, who was 80 when he came here in uh, 2010, uh, was born in that property. And uh, he returned, uh, asked us to take back the silver salver, which presented to his father, W.E. Shule Cooper. Um, and it's a lovely silver salver. And he wanted it to, uh, if possible, to be presented to somebody who did organic gardening, but if not, to uh, an outstanding student in horticulture. Right. And so since 2010, we've been presenting it to a top student in horticulture to hold it uh, for a year, and then uh, it's repeated the following year with somebody else. That's fantastic. Is that something we're still doing now? Yes, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Great, Very great. much so. Yeah. So I'm delighted with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Dr. W.E. Shaw Cooper, who was here in uh, 1925 was responsible for planting a tree with the Duke of Windsor uh, who became the um, uh, the king that uh, actually um, uh, abdicated in favour of Mrs Simpson's uh, married, married, married her. He planted that tree well it was the Duke of Windsor that planted the tree but I've got a photograph and I think the archives have got a photograph mm -hmm. of uh, the Duke of Windsor planting that tree outside yeah. um, at Windsor Hall outside yeah. the ladies hostel mm. And it's still there. It's a cedrus um, libani, I think it is, if I'm if you're right. And um, it's still there. And it's a, it's a lovely tree, although it was damaged with, with some very high winds a few years ago, ah. probably about 2012. But it's uh, interesting to have the connection yeah. um, with Dr. W.E. Shaw Cooper involved in the planting of that tree when the Duke of Windsor came on an open carriage, uh, came from uh, uh, yeah. Chester and... Uh, he was heard to, heard to say, um, God, I'm damn cold. Let's go and get this tree planted. I, I want a cup of tea. And uh, anyhow, we've got a lovely picture yeah. somewhere in the archive. Well, do you know what? Funny enough, we saw that picture only last week because my colleague in the marketing team, Megan, has been putting together uh, um, 100 Years in 100 Days as a social media campaign. So we've literally been telling right. the story every single day. Yeah. And that one came up and it's outside our office. Good. So we Good. all looked out the window and we, all, we were trying to work out which tree it was. Yeah. And now you say that it was storm damaged. Yeah. I think I'll, I know exactly I'll, I'll which tree you mean there, yeah. so yeah we'll have a wander on round but thank you very much for pausing here and telling us that story that's lovely to hear well we've got to catch up with everybody so you can get your your afternoon tea but thank you very very much indeed and we're going to have you back into uh, mind the branch right. give us a tour i think on 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 camera uh, of the uh, of the particularly that woodland can woodland canopy that we've just uh, walked through and uh, yeah it's been great to talk to you harry so thank you very much indeed for your time you're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast. Each episode, we speak to past staff and students about their memories of Reese Heath over the last hundred years. If you have some great memories to share, we would love to hear from you. Please complete the form at reeseheath100.com or call 01270 625 131.